Welcome to the Other Side Podcast with Jazz and Steph. I'm Jazz. I'm Steph. Now, the purpose of this podcast is to honor truth. We hope to create a space to learn from one another, from our experiences, and from the folks we talk to. We know that we have the ability to have really powerful conversations that are life-changing and paradigm-shifting and enhancing, and we want to use this podcast as a platform to share that. Thanks for listening, and let's get started. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Jazz, and this is Steph, and welcome to The Other Side. Today's podcast is going to be about boundaries and what that might look like, setting them, failing them, and some current experiences we're having with those. Um, (laughs) Stephanie and I thought it important to check in with each other first because we are living life right now and having quite a bit of a time. Yeah, a lot going on. So today's episode is a bit of a mini episode, but I think it's going to be helpful because it's something that's really important to me and that I'm still learning. Yeah, same. I'm glad that we're still doing something for everyone. Yeah, we we love doing this, even if life is happening. And let me tell you, I'm not playing. Life is not playing because life is happening to the both of us in tandem. So with that being said. Stephanopoulos, take it away. What are boundaries? <laughs> Call me Stephanopoulos. I did. It changes every single time you say my name. I know. Yeah. It's... What? How do you say my last name? Chiancana. Okay, close. Close enough. That's the closest you've probably ever gotten. So... Chiancana. Well, well, getting a little further away. Guy Tori. <laughs> okay. Uh, So the definition of boundaries and the definition we'll be working from is limits that people set in order to create a healthy sense of personal space. So that's emotional and physical. um, And that distinguishes the needs and desires and preferences of one person from another. Mm. So I think the way we're going to talk about boundaries today is talk about ways that we've failed and then how we've succeeded um, things we hope to achieve in the future as far right. as setting better boundaries and then maybe some practical advice. Right. We're going to wrap that up in a nice little bow very nice quickly. Holler, city of squalor. All right. But, okay, so. Do you want to begin with maybe? Sure. It doesn't have to be the most recent time, but something that really stands out in your mind, uh, a boundary that you consistently failed at setting or honoring. Yeah. Uh, the universe is calling and I feel a little tinge in my chest, but I want to preface it with thinking that um, setting boundaries seems like a multitude of different relational dynamics to balance. Mm-hmm. So if we're talking about setting a boundary with food, mm-hmm. that's something else. If it's about setting a boundary with um, someone you've spent most of your life with, that's something else. Or if you find yourself in a pattern of not so good relationships that don't turn out to be good for you, serving you or the other person, that seems to be a different dynamic. Or, you know, setting a boundary about what you want to do in your life. So I feel like there's so many different ways that practicing boundaries can show up. And um, I think in the forefront, for me, what's difficult is remembering that no is a full-ass answer. And it's a polite one, too. And I deserve and preserve the right to say no. And so if I think about a time where I had previously failed to set boundaries, I could go into all those dynamics, but I think I'll touch on um, 
being in intimate relationships with other people. I would find myself in relationships that really didn't serve me. And mm -hmm. so ultimately they weren't serving the other person. Mm -hmm. And it would just become a stupid cycle of toxicity. And I would see it pop up again and again. And I would think, oh, well, you know, I feel like I'm being punked. Mm -hmm. Like dating is just this weird thing that I am just not good at when really I struggled with setting boundaries for myself which made it hard to set boundaries with other people so like if someone was really like the way they were performing in life living in life day to day I never expressed hey this hurts and it makes it hard for me to live mm -hmm. so that just had this spiraling effect of like doom perpetual doom What's, if you can identify one specific example in oh. your intimate relationships, was there something that that the people you were dating were doing over and over again and that you were not speaking up about? Yeah, um, I would say um, dishonesty or mm -hmm. inconsistency mm -hmm. because um, I never communicated that that took me back to a place where little girl Jasmine, like I did, well, I didn't recognize that in myself. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't set that boundary with myself to say, you need to examine this mm -hmm. because this, this is possibly where this feeling is coming from because it's very similar to something from when you were younger mm -hmm. and you're placing that hurt on that person. And I think it would have been easier to judge if I knew that about myself to digest that information mm -hmm. and sit down and have a conversation. Have you overcome that now? Do you feel like, do you understand what it takes to set that boundary today? Yeah, I, yeah, I've done it in some really tough parts. I've even done it while in love. Mm -hmm. I said, hey, look, um, I paused to take a moment to let you know this didn't work for me. Mm -hmm. I reached out to you to talk about this. I asked you, what can I do with you mm -hmm. to make this better for us? Because I can't operate with you like this. Yeah. And you know, there are promises, but then there are action. And those, of course, always speak louder. Like you can say all day, I'm vegan, but if you're eating meat, you're not vegan. Mm -hmm. So you can say all day that you're here and you want to be a present and consistent part of this relationship. But if that's not what you're showing, then bye and thank you. So when you decided I'm not going to put up with dishonesty anymore, in a real way, if you can describe how how did you set that boundary with another person? Did you actually communicate that? Or was it like, okay, I know you're being dishonest. I'm going to call you on it. We're going to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to tolerate it again. I wasn't broad with it. I didn't say dishonest. Mm -hmm. I, it was more like a, I think it helps to give specifics. I'll give you the instance of the tree. I was really excited about planting trees in my mm -hmm. mother's backyard. And... I had talked about my former partner about what this, uh, talked about this with them and they said they would help. Mm -hmm. And they had a history of saying they would do something but not showing up. Mm -hmm. And I asked them, do you say this because you genuinely believe that you'll be there or that you would like to and you would like me to feel good in that mm -hmm. moment? And they said they didn't know. And I said, okay, that's a fair response, but I'm letting you know, don't let me plant those trees by myself. Mm -hmm. I'm glad they let me plant those trees by myself. <laughs> I really am. But I did tell them, if I have to look at those trees every time, 
do you realize how many different things I'm thinking of now? Oh, yeah. Every time they said they do something. Every, every time I see these show damn up. trees, I said, I'm being real smart for the both of us. Don't let me plant those damn trees by myself. So the real deal breaker is when you say you're going to do something, do it. And so it is lying for me. Mm-hmm. But it's deeper than that because mm-hmm. I know there are other. But before I couldn't recognize that. I would just say a lie is a lie, and the truth is the truth, and you're a liar. Mm. But for me, I understood this person is dealing with this whole other existence mm-hmm. prior to me. But the way they operate and continue to operate isn't for me. Yeah, and I love them from way over here. Mm-hmm. That's always been a struggle for me to understanding where someone's coming from and why they operate the way they do, and being able to accept. I understand why you do the things mm-hmm. that you do, but also this does not work for me. And so you can continue operating in that way, but I can't right. participate in it because it's hurting me. And the reality is you may not have all the pieces and the information to make it make sense. The mm-hmm. truth is if the behavior keeps existing and you've talked about it and still, you know, whatever your threshold is, it still isn't getting any better. Yeah. I don't know what else you want from yourself. Mm-hmm. What else, do, what more do you want from me? Is I'm not going to continue to sacrifice myself for this. This isn't how love works for me. I Because I've experienced platonic love with you, I know honest and healthy love exists. Mm. With romance, I know that's possible because I exercised it. Vulnerability, all those learning boundaries, getting past some of the difficult times we got past just before this episode. Mm-hmm. Like I know that stuff's really possible. So no... I'm actually not settling, even though I'm struggling in my head right now with an ex contacting me and me thinking, oh. I would just like to take a moment to <laughs> acknowledge that you brought up our love story again. Yes. Every time. It's never going to stop. It. No, because it's the greatest love you story on earth. Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, this woman I follow on Instagram, her name is Amy Young, and she just kind of gives like no nonsense advice. And I remember listening to one thing she did. I think it was an Instagram story or something. And at one point she's like, yeah, dating sucks for you because you don't have boundaries. Friendships suck for you because you don't have boundaries. Like your relationship with your mom just fucking sucks because you, you don't, don't have And boundaries. I'm like, oh, right. Cause it's about me. It's not about anybody else. Mm-hmm. It's about me setting a boundary or me saying, this is what works for me. This is what doesn't. And I'm not going to accept it or right. I am going to accept it. But and you have to not, figure out yourself first. It's actually, to me, in my opinion, disrespectful to you and your union with the other person and mm-hmm. the other person to not set that value. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that podcast episode of, um, that we listened to the power couple and they said, if somebody is constantly like bending their boundaries or they are never sticking to them, run because you can't trust that person. Mm-hmm. And that really stuck with me they too. They can't even trust themselves. I couldn't even I trust couldn't myself trust, at that time. Yeah, absolutely like, not. I'm going to do whatever I have to do to stay in this relationship or exist in this friendship because I'm so afraid that love's going to be taken away from me mm-hmm. that I, I don't have any boundaries. That's you can do whatever you want. You can behave in any manner that you want and I'm going to accept it and still be here and show up for you. And I will sit right here and say that is where, if I think about it, it definitely resonated with mm-hmm. me. That's where I was operating from. Mm-hmm a sense of shame and abandonment constantly yeah. and, and low self-esteem. And why would someone respect that if you aren't if even I'm showing it? them how to love me. Yeah, exactly. What about you? What's the time where you struggled to set a boundary? All of them. Uh, right? <laughs> Everyone. A, B, C, D, N, E, all the above. Yep, there, was, there were no boundaries in my life for a long time. 
because I was so love hungry and acceptance hungry that I never heard that before. Love hungry. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm taking I, the one. Okay. I don't know if I made it up, but I got a I pocket, got a pocket full of words. <laughs> I just wanted to be liked and I needed, or I would just kind of shift and mold whoever that was for whatever the person in front of me expected. So I would put up with anything. You don't have to call me back. You don't have to show up. <laughs> you, uh, you don't even really have to be that nice to me. <laughs> um, yes. And I'm not even joking. Yeah. So when I started, it wasn't even like I had a little foundation. I had zero foundation mm. and I had to build that up to where I am now, which there are still times that, um, I say yes when I want to say no, but now I will rewind and yeah, say, wait a minute. Okay. okay. I, I didn't actually want to do that thing or I'm pretty clear now on what I need. I've actually seen, well, yeah, I've seen you develop a lot over, mm-hmm. over two years. Oh, wait a minute. We're at three year period. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a lot of that. Yeah. development in you and I've seen you and I've been yelling at you and waiting for you and rooting for you in those moments when you're like you know what actually I'm gonna take that back <laughs> you know I don't want it. and it's okay yeah <laughs> and you're like yeah. are you gonna be <laughs> okay no but I don't want to <laughs> it's true though I love it and it's right re- thank you for acknowledging that um so I think one thing that I'm still struggling with and I'll be honest about it is boundaries with my kids we just talked about this but I really feel like I had a good grasp now on the dating like mostly pretty good Mm -hmm. at saying you know like communication is big for me Mm -hmm. I'm gonna bring it up if you don't text me back or call me back back to the power couple what are your like three non-negotiables and then don't Mm -hmm. Don't like it. So I think she said if spirituality is one of those mm-hmm. things, if um, you need someone who is of an entre- entrepreneurial mindset, mm-hmm. then that's one. And if you need someone who isn't a bigot, mm-hmm. then don't yeah. bend on all those things. Yeah. Like those are your non-negotiables. Are you asking me what my non-negotiables are? Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, I am curious. Um, Unless, if you want I to. think I have more than three. My number one thing is if we're talking romantic I have to know that you're open to loving my children that's the number one thing because I'm we can't even move beyond this moment if you're not at least open to that idea um hmm communicative is super important to me and I mean that in a real like a very practical way like text me back call me back be responsive within you know limits I understand too people are busy Mm -hmm. um and then also being willing to talk about things when they come up if a issue arises or tension comes up I need to be able to converse with you about what's going on why you feel the way you feel Mm -hmm. listen to me and understand where I'm coming from so just a willingness to be communicative uh another a deal breaker for me is if someone else does not have boundaries or doesn't clearly understand what yeah. they need and then can communicate that yeah. to me because it does make me realize you haven't explored enough of you to understand how you need to be loved or to communicate that to me. And then also I don't trust that you'll be able to fully meet the needs that I'm going to spell out for you. I'm never going to make anybody guess what I need right. or want. No, I will say is. that, but well, um, you should have known. No, no, that's not how. I don't care how long I've known you. Right. It's not how it works. But all of that begins with me now. So, if if someone 
dating no longer sucks because I understand mm-hmm. what you'll start to attract what yeah. is for you. Right. And right. it's really easy to let go of something that's not. not. Like just gracefully yeah. let it go. Oh, that was misaligned. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks for playing. I know. <laughs> like you know, I don't get all huff puffy anymore. Yeah. I will let them people mm. these people have thought okay, you don't have to act like you hate me right now. Mm. Why Why are you acting like this? You know, it doesn't have to be fire and desire with me all the time. Like, yeah. if it's over and it's run its course, it's okay. Yeah. I'm not going to burn your just shit. just Marie Kondo it. Thank yeah, you thank for all you. the lessons. And yeah. We won't be needing your services anymore. anymore. <laughs> yes. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Yes, oh. it's past closing time. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and I, those... those um, non-negotiables definitely resonate with me. I think I'm still working on that for sure. Yeah. Like acknowledging that those exist within me. Cause I remember one time you asked me, what do you want mm-hmm. in the next person you date? And I'm like, hugs. You know, that's a great question, but there are some things that I should have trusted my gut. Mm-hmm. But I thought, hmm, I don't think I like that. Examine that shit because uh, I don't think you like that. Yeah. I think that's an important thing to to make a list. I know I say make a list a lot, and you can take that figuratively or literally mm-hmm. if you want. I am it literally making look at a it list. For me, it like, is helpful. To see if, like, oh, right. I definitely need someone who's honest, even, even when I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. I just need to know that we're honest. Yeah, that we're telling the truth. That we're telling yeah. the truth all the time. Yeah. And if you don't want to talk about it, then you say that. Because mm-hmm. I know that I've said to you before, I may not want to discuss something, or I don't think I have the words right now for it. Mm-hmm. But we can try looking at it later. Yeah. So I know I can bring that somewhere else mm-hmm. when I'm not ready to talk about something. Yeah. Um, something else. Spirituality and religion. I dated somebody who is very, very, very religious. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, I've had experiences with religion, um, done a lot of spiritual and religious educating myself, and yeah. it's not for me. Right. And they said it wasn't going to be an issue. And I thought to myself, it's not fair to say I'm not going to do this with this person because of their belief system. But I found out that it didn't really feel compatible. Mm. I felt pressured. And I know that's, that's one person, but it's like if you have this ideal of what life is mm-hmm. and what life thereafter is, and I'm not hopping. I mean, I operate in a way that, I don't know, to give you a visual, bring on good karma. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. And I do good things and I make mistakes. But if I don't believe and operate in a way that goes with your fundamental beliefs, yeah. that's a conflict, mm-hmm. even if we don't argue. Right. I feel like it's an issue. Yeah. And then if we bring kids into the mix, mm-hmm. what? I don't, that sounds complication. Now I might be in a situation where I'm with someone who follows a religion or I might change my personal views, Mm -hmm. but right now it doesn't, seems like a non-negotiable to me. Yeah. Or if you're a bigot, it's a non-negotiable. Yeah, that's a non-negotiable. Like. Absolutely. Mm Non-negotiable. I used to think, you know, you can be with someone with different political ideologies. I understand I can be with someone and not agree with them, Mm -hmm. but if we are like on the opposite side of the spectrum. Yeah. Life is going to agitate us navigating mm-hmm. it together. For sure. Yeah, there's a certain 
I like a certain amount of difference of opinion, like varying yeah. thoughts is is kind of sexy too. Like let yeah. me introduce this idea. You Learn never me thought up of. Yeah. real good. I right. love that. Or have a, a really good conversation where sometimes at the end of it, I'm like, oh, you just changed my mind. Someone recently, we had a conversation about um, toxic masculinity <laughs> and just like the term and how maybe it's perceived. And I went into that yeah. like, Oh really? Yeah. For, I was not even a man. Yeah. Like, let me explain to let you. Let me woman explain. Um, but yeah, but by the end of it, I was like, okay, okay, well played. Well played. <laughs> I'll consider that. Let's go out for. <laughs> <laughs> but I. But yes, I think that certain things have to align mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Otherwise, yeah. you are just always going to be. Budding. Yeah, yes. conflict. And it's okay to have like healthy conflict sure but i think those core value situations mm-hmm. and my, and there are some people who out there who exist mm-hmm. in that are fine but i don't know i don't know if i'm one of them yeah yeah i'm not i haven't yeah. found that yet where i would yeah. be like oh let me just throw all these non-negotiables out the like window if you even start telling we're... me about lgbtq communities and what you think isn't mm-hmm. right or natural mm-hmm. i am out yeah that's a problem that's a problem for me mm. if you start telling me sorts of privilege don't exist because it wasn't your lived reality versus, mm-hmm. you know, respecting people's truths and learning more. Yeah. That's a problem for me. I agree. Okay. What about, oh, I don't know. Are we talking about successful experiences setting boundaries? Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what this episode is turning. This is relationship advice and boundaries, and basically just us venting. About, and cats. Um, yeah. No There's cat, a cat noises. on the table. Oh, but of course. At least the for cat's there. For me, a time where I successfully set a boundary. I know in past episodes, I mentioned that that's where I had started with some of my, I don't know, work and moving on and up, but. I've set boundaries with myself, set boundaries with uh, former partners. Hmm. I've set boundaries in family relations. And I think it's definitely like morphed my relationship with different family members. It's super uncomfortable at first. Oh, it's so hard. And I just like, how do I navigate this without sounding like a freaking asshole? Mm-hmm. And then when I set the boundary or if I say no, I I walk away I'm feeling ashamed. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting thing is I think that when you've, especially depending on how old you are, right? Yeah. So if it's us, if you've operated for I don't know. If, oh, my age. I'll, should I? I, don't know, I think we're the same age. So that's <laughs> Are you 34? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so for 34 years, if I've operated in this way, when I decide that I'm going to set a boundary and do something different, every cell in my body is like, whoa, 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 we don't do this. We don't say no. We say yes. We say yes because it's safe and yeah. we know that people will love us. Have it. And immediately I go into panic. Of, yeah. And all these thoughts did race through my mind like okay i'm gonna be alone forever maybe nobody loves me this is how it ends where'd that fire come from yeah (laughs) and then i'm like no 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 it's okay and two i think on the other side of that is if i if i don't tell you what i can and cannot accept then the love that we're cultivating whether that's a friendship or romantic or between my family and i or my kids and i it's not real it's not genuine. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be so fragile. 
and tiptoey and resentful yeah. and hard. And I've no, I mean, think about how many people in the world aren't thinking about the shifting dynamics happening mm-hmm. when you set a new boundary in closed spaces. Mm-hmm. It's internal, it's external, and then like it affects you when you're operating out in the quote real world. Unquote. I I can't. I think about how difficult my relationships have been in the past with people that I'm close to that I didn't have boundaries with mm-hmm. and how they've um, softened doesn't feel like the right word, but how they've become more enjoyable because I'm being myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because you're aligning with people who actually show you love and respect and kindness and fulfillment. And I know how to mirror stuff. that and emulate yeah. that in every other and I think we talked about that, putting that into practice with people close to you so that way you can just bring it to the forefront. Mm-hmm. Like, this is actually how I navigate life. Yeah. So where do you think the hardest place to do that is? What relationships in your life do you think that's most challenging? Home. Yeah. Home and self. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. It's really hard to change that dynamic with your family when mm-hmm. you've accepted certain thing for so long i've accepted that i am child mm. i forgot that i was adult yeah and if you think about how you feel when you refer to yourself as child mm-hmm. and then how you feel as you identify as adult at least for me those are two very different feelings so if i'm switching back and forth in a conversation yeah that dynamic that's very confusing and not fun it doesn't feel I think something that I've learned over the last couple of years through counseling is for me with my family, it was one or the other. It was Mm -hmm. either continue to exist in this way that you have that makes you very unhappy Mm -hmm. or just completely cut it off. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know how to do anything in between. So I completely cut off a lot of relationships with my family and that hurt. And that's not at all what I intended to do. But I didn't know how to navigate that middle ground of, okay, mm-hmm. I want to be me and I want to receive and give love in a healthy way, but I have no idea how to do that with all of you because it's way too scary. So I'm just yeah. going to go ahead and remove myself Whoa. from the situation. And um, yeah, so I've, I've had to work on that. And now I'm integrating that back into my relationships with my family now because I realize that's a big piece of me that I love and yeah. I really do want as a part of my life. And I also want to be able to be me and exist as who I am today in 2019, yeah. not who I was 10 years ago or 20 years ago or 30 years ago. Like I want the growth that I have um, experienced and who I've become to be acknowledged, mm-hmm. right? But I need to be able to communicate that in and a healthy way. See, I'm struggling to navigate between like being a stone cold bitch and, <laughs> and being goofy fun jazz. It's like you can't get in the middle. It's one or the other it's people. <laughs> Say the wrong one false move and I'll cut you down. Separate with me. No, yes. she's never a stone cold. Yeah, my family me. is probably listening to me. Like, who ish? Family, she's never mean to me. Shaka Khan artist. But <laughs> Shaka Khan artist. <laughs> you said something earlier of a fuck. And you said, um, you know, I've never given this person permission to grow. Like I am not who I was two years ago and I would like who I, like if you knew me then and then you come and see me now, you would not recognize me. So why am I not giving this individual that same capacity and respect? And you know, sure, we've all had hard times, but like, am I still seeing these people through whatever jaded six-year-old eyes I had? Mm -hmm. 
and I'm so glad you said that because I'm like, because the the one who's affected right now is me. Yeah. Yeah. So I need to grow. <laughs> it goes both ways, yeah. though. When yeah. I realized that I wanted my mom to see me as who I am today and not all of like the dysfunction that happened leading up to this, it was also, oh, yeah, and I have to be able to look at her as a 50-something-year-old woman who's had a life of her mm-hmm. own and experienced a lot of struggle um, and pain and happiness and love and all those things. But It's difficult for me to continuously mm-hmm. consider. And it's hard to stop mid-relationship and say, hey, let's get to know each other. And that really does require two people. So yeah. I acknowledge that too. If you're not in a relationship with your family or with someone else who they're willing to, to do that work. See, with and you. that's the thing. You can choose a partner. You can right. choose your friends. You can't choose your family. Mm-hmm. I mean, my friends have become like my mm-hmm. family, but uh, that is a thing. It's if, if with a partner. If you're like, oh, you crossed my boundaries too many times. So we're just done here. Yeah. You probably don't want to do that with your mom. Yeah. So that's learning to exist in a safe way for yourself, how to take care of you knowing that another person is going to consistently push back on those or always try to cross them. And I think there's some lend truth to like um, not being able to really foster these conversations with loved ones. Mm-hmm. Um, they might not be the people you can have this conversation with. Mm-hmm. You're just going to have to mm-hmm. be in relation with them the way it is yeah. and choose the way you operate. And that's it. Right. And that's the only thing in yeah, your control. Only, yeah. You can choose how much time you spend with a person um, the way that you show up in that, yeah. how much you let that penetrate your emotional and mental, spiritual, physical space. Right. But beyond that, and I think even just surrendering to, I have no, no control, control over you. Over you, yeah. You're a grown individual. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really need a doctor feel you and diagnose yeah. everything. I yawn love ends on to you. I don't need to right. figure out every reason as to why you're operating the way you're operating. You just are, and it doesn't work for me. Yeah. So with that in mind, how is it that you have successfully navigated that? With people, with, my like family. Like implementing boundaries. Like what? where's one example? Um, I think in dating, that's a good example. Just being really clear on what I can accept, what I can't. And um, as I'm going through now, like choosing a potential partner, uh, I ask those questions up front, but here's the thing. I have to be willing to tell the truth, right. which is the scary thing for me. So I have to be willing to say something that might not sound super desirable. Mm-hmm. Like I need consistent communication. And then after you did it, you didn't die. Then I didn't die. Yeah. And were there times when the men I was dating just didn't show up in that way? Yeah. Or said they would and mm-hmm. just didn't. So then it's like, okay, so now I have to make a decision. I have to either end this or I have to continue going on knowing that I'm betraying myself right? because I'm accepting a behavior that hurts me every time. Um, but once I learned to trust myself more and I started doing the different practices that we talked about last time, mm-hmm. uh, that helped me trust, okay, you know what you're doing. You can trust your intuition. Right. You know, right from wrong. You know what makes you feel good. Then I started realizing it's okay to let go. And, and hearing you discover these things and say these things really helps me mm-hmm. and it makes me proud. But also it helps our relationship. I think just it helps all around. Yeah. Yeah. And once you start setting really firm boundaries in one area of your see, because that's the thing. Boundaries is about you. It, it's about your relationship with yourself. And it really has nothing to do with anybody else around you. It doesn't 
that revolving door of people. It's going to always look different. It's going to be a different situation, but it doesn't have anything to do with the other people in your life. Mm -hmm. It is about you discovering what do I need to move through life in a healthy, happy, successful way. Mm -hmm. These are the things that I need. And once you're clear on that, then you know how to ask for that. You won't accept it when it's anything different than that. Or if you choose to accept it, you very clearly know I am betraying myself. I'm betraying something that I know that I need for whatever reason. And maybe at some point it is going to be necessary, but at least you're informed in doing that. Mm -hmm. I'd say I definitely had that experience in dating. So I think that the caliber of people I've shown interest in Mm -hmm. has changed. Although I am hardcore single. (laughs) It's like, you know, I have hope. And <laughs> I've learned to separate myself a bit more from independency versus codependency yeah. with certain family members. So this 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 road of independence mm-hmm. is not as frightening or I don't know, something that I just like block out. Yeah. Um so Better that be is hardcore so- single than hardcore to show but you know it's not even that I was cold it's just that um or maybe it is I don't know I turned myself off in a way I don't even know if someone's interested like I have no idea that is so true for the listeners out there (laughs) if you are interested in jazz you have to tell her explicitly that's how I operate if I know if you don't say it I don't know I'm not because if I tell a little story no (laughs) don't you Okay, I was going to tell a story about that waiter. No. And you're like, he's oh so into you. Like, he's, he doesn't even know I tell exist the story. at this table. Yes, tell the story. And he comes up immediately when he's taking our drink order. I mean, I'm here thinking I look real cute that oh night, by gosh. the way. And then he doesn't even make eye contact with me as he takes my drink order. And then I order for Jazz her drink order, and he's still not even looking in my direction, locks eyes with Jasmine the entire time. Very, very She's handsome She's being young man. goofy and funny and, yeah, very handsome young man. He was young. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very cute. He seemed fun. Yeah. Uh, and then he walks away, and I'm like, what just happened there? She's like, what? 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 I don't even know. What, what happened? Are you, what are you saying at? <laughs> he doesn't even know that I exist, I'm pretty sure. He didn't yeah. even hear the order. So then he comes and drops off the drinks. He almost spills mine on me because he's what? not even looking in my direction That's as he's funny. like, here you go, ma'am. Oh, and your ugly friend. <laughs> like, like, oh, okay, great. Thank you so much. Stop. Right here. Yeah. And then you two flirted the entire night. Yeah. He suggested things you should listen to and places you should go. And I was like, I I'll just be over part. here. I don't know, talking to my damn self. <laughs> and then at the end, I was like, are you going to get his number? You're like, why would I do that? He hates me. Like, I'm sorry. What happened here? He does not hate you. He basically mounted you in the booth <laughs> at his restaurant while I was sitting there eating my calamari. Yeah, I got them digits. Nothing happened, but it was an accomplishment. Yeah, you did. Oh, first... you did. Yeah. yeah that's the first time. I don't think I've ever asked for anybody's phone number. So It'll make you do a lot of things. Yeah, she is. Watch out for her. She will pressure you into doing so many fun hey, things. Hey, that's just because I really do live by. I'd rather say, oh, well, then what if? <laughs> so I do a lot of things that I end up feeling embarrassed about, but not really. It's, it's hilarious. Okay, let's so wrap this up. Yeah, so let's wrap it up. We told you it was a mini sesh. So with that in mind, um, there's an article, because you know I'm coming in with the facts. Not really. If it's an article, it doesn't necessarily mean it's facts. But I think it's helpful. By Margarita Tartakovsky. She... Um, this article is entitled 10 Ways to Build and Preserve Better Boundaries. And so the suggestions are to name your limits. 
You can't set good boundaries if you are unsure of where you stand. And the second one is tune into your feelings. You know, it's okay to sit with and figure out what you're feeling. If you're manifesting some sort of anxiety that's um, happening behind some sort of behavior you're receiving from an individual, then, you know, examine that a little bit and go further with it. That'll kind of let you know, oh, I am feeling really bad physically when this happens, so I might want to set a boundary here. Be direct. As you can hear, Stephanie has had practice with being very direct. Text me back or we're over. Or oh, I'm just kidding. I would never say that. That's Sorry. so Stop. rude. Stop. And then that teaches people how to communicate with you. They might, in turn, approach things similarly if they know that we're in a space where we can be direct. I mean, you can't really be accountable for somebody else's feelings, but if um, we can both approach this in the same manner, maybe that you're teaching somebody how to communicate with you. Give yourself permission. You're allowed to have boundaries. Mm -hmm. I know I struggled with believing I even had the right to tell someone I loved who raised me no. I still go back to, like, even saying this, knowing that it's recorded Mm -hmm. and this person will hear it, knowing that I can tell. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, No. Please. What were you just saying? I'm sorry, Mama. No, I was, what? I was shamely, with much shame, oh. saying no. Oh, in my mind, I said that whole <laughs> Oh, I don't even know that well. Practice your <laughs> practice self-awareness. So boundaries start at checking out and honoring and, and respecting how you feel and trying not to force your own, I would say challenging yourself so that you're not slipping back into old patterns. And six, consider your past and present. So what happened in the past to help you establish those things? Mm -hmm. Uh, Stephanie and I might get into it a later episode, epigenetics and generational trauma and behaviors that really contribute to your personality. And then presently, what do you have going on that makes it difficult for you to say, this isn't working for me or say no, or yes, this is what I want and I'm going to get it and nothing's going to get in my way. Um, making self-care a priority. I know that when I'm not taking care of myself, I go all willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. So it it might be difficult to recognize those things that aren't good for me. And before I know it, I'm not feeling good. And you know, I'm a mess. Um, seek support. I am very fortunate to have wonderful support with Stephanie. And I know that she feels safe enough to have support with me. But then that gives me the opportunity to provide that support elsewhere make sure that I'm not being used in those situations either. Like it can be a mutual thing. Uh, Be assertive. It doesn't mean being a hole, Mm -mm. but be real. Look, (laughs) no. Assertive, not aggressive. Yeah, absolutely not. This is a hard no for me. And start small. Look, I'm not telling you that you have to go out there and run for president. Because that means you got to have a squeaky clean record. Now, I don't know if I qualify. So that's I'm out. Bye. <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I haven't even met the age requirement yet. But what I am saying is, like like I said before, it started with me saying, hey, stop talking to yourself in your head like that while you're brushing your teeth, bro. When you walk out this door, don't be ready for a fight. Be ready to freaking live. It's, it's time to go. And Look for something to breathe for, to enjoy, to live for. 
And I think those, for me anyways, the first couple of times that I really set boundaries and relationships ended because of them, it was sad, but it felt so good too. So I was so good. proud of myself. And bad and good. Like, but just mostly good. When I finally said goodbye inside, mm-hmm. not even to the individual, when I finally said, you know what? And then I acted on it and remained consistent because that's a boundary. It's not just one step. I don't think, I think it's a series of steps, particularly if it's a close thing that um, keeps cycling around you. It's a series of of being consistent and maybe making some mistakes, but Mm. for the most part, making sure that you're not exposing yourself to that. And so I think that that's where the real good part is. It's hard. It's interesting to, Feel sad and mourning, but real good and love. To feel proud of yourself. Fluff. Yeah. Warm, yeah. Yeah. I always consistently remind myself what is meant for me will stay. So that helps cushion that flow mm-hmm. every time something's not aligned and it's got to go. I, I guess you usually hear me say, I guess the universe said no. Yeah. Exactly. Even when you wanted to say yes. I guess it said no. No, Jasmine. I hear you. But it said yes about us recording this podcast today. Heck yeah. Even though we both didn't think we'd survive the right. week. Right. And I've got one foot out the door and one foot in. I know. You gotta go pick up your kids. Yeah. Okay. I don't really know even what we talked about. Look, the thing is, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put boundaries in the description, but that was like relationship help. That was also probably just a therapy session for Jazz and I between us yeah, too. Sometimes we forget hard. this uh, microphone is here. No, that helps with being real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know what I want you to do? Because you made it to the other side. <laughs> See, I did it. Yay. I know, um, Go follow us at the dot coms and the what's your who's it's. Um, we're over at the Instagram. Our handle is at the other side podcasters. This is your girl, Jazz. That's your girl. Steph? Yeah, that's you. <laughs> um, our email address is the other side podcasters at gmail.com. We love interacting with you. Please share, follow, like, subscribe. Oh, and we have some fun stuff coming up. We have some. We're getting the do-it-yourself stuff. Is epiphonic a word? Epiphanic? Yeah, that's definitely a word. Okay. Epiphanic. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do some do-it-yourself with Jazz. She's super good at making her own products and de-stressing techniques Dude. and stuff. So well, for other people. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm over here a mess. Yeah. Well, that's usually how it goes. Yeah. Helpers help others. Yeah. And then we go home and fall asleep at 3 a.m. and wake up at 5. Um, right. But the, is talking about a friend? What? There, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, what? not you. We're going to do that. Yeah. Then maybe we'll do some other videos of, I don't know, like me tapping on myself or something. What does that even mean? Tapping? It's a really, it's a therapeutic technique that helps you relieve anxiety and stress. Mm. It's, have you not done tapping? I did this thing with my hand. Oh my gosh, we are going to do some tapping oh, so right nice. now, maybe, but oh, we'll man, make I that gotta video. Go, you got to go your get your kid. All right. Okay, but yes, all that's coming up. Mm-hmm. So, so, is that it? I feel for you. <laughs> Shaka Khan artist. Oh my God. I think I love you. Tell me when you're ready for me to end this recording. You could have had a... Okay, no, I'm kidding. Bye. Bye.